Back for a special AFC North edition of Cleveland Don't Mess It Up. I'm your host, Brent, joined once again by my father and co-host, Tim. Happy New Year, everyone. Today is Saturday, January 1st, 2022, and given how much of a mess the AFC North is heading into the playoffs, we thought it would be fitting to bring in our resident fan of stolen football teams, Baltimore Ravens expert, <laughs> Caleb Holland. What's up, everybody? We're here to bring you our hot takes. Now, and... wait, wait, wait. Now, hold on before you finish. All right, all right. Go ahead. We're not here to abuse Caleb. We love Caleb. Not yet. He's a, he's Maybe a, next he's time. He's a family member. Sadly enough, a Baltimore fan, but a family member nonetheless. So go ahead. Go ahead. Anyway, we're here to bring you our takes and lay out the playoff picture heading into week 17. So without any more delay, let's get to the fun. as a whole we only have one team uh kansas city is the only team that has clinched the playoff spot um everybody else is still fighting for the wild card spots and everything else um the afc north obviously is the well used to be the mecca of the nfl the hard-nosed you know competitive every year there's always somebody looking to go deep in the playoffs does anyone want to win the afc north does anyone short answer no cincinnati might Want to win it? Well, well, I'm not sure. We'll see. We'll see how they finish. We'll see if they can hold up. Seems anyway, like everyone wants to lose it. Yeah, definitely. So we're going to lay out some scenarios for you. We're going to go over um, every team in the AFC North. Um, and let's just start with Cincinnati because they obviously have the easiest road heading into week 17. Well, let's not go easiest road, but they definitely have the best. Well, chance of they, winning they it. have. Yeah, they have the most simple road to get. Uh, I would to say the playoffs. I would say they have to. Okay. They, well, I, I wouldn't say simple either, man. I mean, listen, they gotta they gotta go up against Kansas City this week. True, they gotta play Kansas City. Kansas City's rolling; they're hot. Unfortunately, yes, that's a rolling team. I mean, I don't think that's an easy win because Kansas City. Listen, I, I was talking with this with Caleb before the show, right? We were talking about how the problem with Kansas playing Kansas City this week for Cincinnati is. They would have been better off if they had drawn Kansas City in the final week of the season, not this one. Because the final week of the season, when they have it all locked up, they're going to rest their players. They're going to sit people. Mahomes might not even play that week. Let's face it. But this week, they're still going to play. They're still putting game plans yeah, they, in. They're still getting. They're still putting things together. Right. That's right. Right. They clinched the playoff spot, but they didn't clinch the number one seed. No, nah, that so. I, that's. I think that's a tough road for Kansas City, and the fact that Kansas that Cincinnati might have to win both games. Still, to get in, even though they're in the best position in our division to win it, I don't think it's easy. So, week 17, obviously, if Cincinnati does beat Kansas City, they win the division. Everybody else just kind of goes home crying because it doesn't look like there's going to be a wild card winner coming from the AFC North. I would agree with that. 
listen, we talked at the beginning of the season, right? And we didn't think nine and eight was going to get you in the playoffs. Right. Now, sadly enough, out of our division, someone who's nine and eight might get in. Someone who's nine and eight might win the division. Right. So that's sad, but it's true. You might actually get in the playoffs, but not, let's face it, not many teams who are nine and eight are going to get the playoffs. Maybe one. Right. So they also, their other scenario here is if they tie with Kansas City and Baltimore loses or ties with the Rams. Um, I don't see any of that happening, really. I don't think Cincinnati is going to tie Kansas City. Obviously, you rarely ever see a tie. Um, and Caleb, seriously, listen, man. That's not an easy row to hoe right there either. Let's face it. The Rams are a very good team, and they are being chased down by Arizona, who everyone thought was going to walk away with that division, but have struggled as of late. Through injuries. And now, but now it's the LA is trying to hold on to the home field advantage and winning that division. Now they got to win this game going in. So they have a chance yeah. to, to clinch it, don't they? That's right. They do. Yeah. That's yeah. right. So where's Baltimore sit at with that, with the way, you know, cause let's face it, Baltimore has, it's like Cleveland. They haven't been exactly a juggernaut these last few years. No, that's for sure. <laughs> that's for sure. But we get it. We get this tough road for a lot of these teams above us. So I think in Cleveland's case, some of this is benefiting us. The problem is for Cleveland right now is we actually have to play a game. Well, yeah, I mean we're we're, we're right? we have to put something together. Unfortunately, we only look good so far on our bye week. That's right. The, that's the last week we actually look. That's good. the beautiful thing about the bye week, and we talk about that as Cleveland fans all the time. You can't lose any bye week. <laughs> yeah. You can't. You can't shank a field goal. You can't. Get sacked on third and four, and disappointments are let down. Yeah, by yeah you're, you're not throwing four interceptions. It's a beautiful thing. Um, but yeah, their their final scenario here is if Baltimore loses, um, and Cleveland and Pittsburgh tie, which again I don't see that happening. I think, especially in the Cleveland and Pittsburgh matchup, all the bad blood and the years of just back and forth. Pittsburgh stomping a hole in Cleveland and now Cleveland beating them twice in a row last year and once in the playoffs and then losing again this year and Big Ben's last game. And there's so many storylines here. It's going to be a battle. It is. It's going to be a battle. It's going to be a slugfest. But um, I also I don't know. I haven't seen anything about Lamar Jackson. Is he coming back? Is he is he is he out again this week? A lot week? of speculation with uh, him showing back up to practice on Wednesday and walking around with a limb. Oh, he showed up for practice. I didn't even he, know that. He practiced Wednesday, and you know, obviously they caught a video of him limping around. Right. So right. there's a lot of speculation that Tyler Huntley's probably going to play, but they haven't ruled Lamar out. But it seems that the the Ravens have been that way for years. They're real hush hush about injuries. Yeah. And obviously, you want a team to have to prepare for Lamar Jackson, whether he's playing or not. Yeah. And but Huntley, Huntley's coming off the yeah. COVID list, right? Yeah. Yep. He just okay. he's just coming off the COVID. list. And Huntley has played well. He has like, played what, well. To have the a backup play that well and still not be able to pull off wins, because I can tell you this much: one thing we don't have is depth at quarterback. We have a veteran who can come in and is and can manage a game. We do. Keenum's and he comes depending depending on who you ask, we don't even have a starting quarterback. But the re- yeah, <laughs> but our reality is when we went had to go deep into our depth chart for quarterbacks, we, we let's face well, it. Well, 
I mean, Mullins looked okay. Yeah, and, and was, again, Mullins managed the game very yeah. well, and he put us in a position to win. He did a nice job, but we always find the way somehow to, to mess it up. Games. And that's exactly why we started this podcast, <laughs> because Cleveland always finds a way to mess it up. Oh, is that should we have not started this podcast? Probably not. You know, nobody <laughs> wants to hear us. I'm, I'm hoping they find a way to mess it up. <laughs> Don't worry. So They'll figure something out. So says the spoiled Baltimore fan. <laughs> yeah. So what do you guys think? I just I'm just gonna lob this one out here for you. What do you think it takes for Cincinnati to beat Kansas City? Because that that honestly like. Well, if 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 Kansas City wins, which is probably the most likely scenario, then everybody's still alive. So that's what we want. OK, but the, but Cincinnati's rolling they lately. Are. They will they, throw this out to you. Go ahead. I'm going to throw this out to you. So so we kind of looked up some defensive and offensive team stats and all this stuff just to see where everybody was at. Surprisingly enough, team defense. Let's we'll go through the division. Right. The Browns are seventh in our in the league. Seventh in the league in total overall, team defense yes. overall, yeah. right? Yeah. Cincinnati seventeenth, Baltimore twenty fifth, and Pittsburgh twenty sixth. When have you ever, ever in our division seen Baltimore and Pittsburgh at the bottom on defense, yeah. and Cleveland and Cincinnati never in mid in the middle or the top? Never. It's never happened. So the fact that Cleveland gets to that point where they're holding people to that few yards overall, and they're still not capable of winning games is just discouraging, right? Meanwhile, should be, yeah. Meanwhile, it's supposed to be a high-powered offense. Pittsburgh's finding a way to win some games, and they're terrible. Listen, Pittsburgh is 26th on defense, 28th on offense, or 22nd on offense. I'm sorry. Oh, jeez. 28th running the ball. Pittsburgh, the Pittsburgh Steelers running the ball 28th in the league. How, and they're trying, they're still in the playoff picture. It's insanity. For that some reason, for some reason, I don't know what it is, but no one can beat the Steelers when they need to. And I don't understand I think it. There's magic at Heinz Field. It has to as be. As much as I hate saying that, the games that I've been to, it's just an unreal environment. And when momentum swings, it's it crazy. swings hard. And that's, that's, that's the problem. You know, you see last year, obviously, Cleveland goes into Pittsburgh and gets a win for the first time in 150 years. I don't know, whatever it was. And, you know, there was, I mean, it was 60, 40. There was a lot of Browns fans there. Yeah. You know, they, they filled the seats and I don't see that happening this year. For some reason, I have this weird feeling, you know, a lot of buzz surrounding this game. There just isn't that much hype. And I'm not sure why that is. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure why that is, but I can guarantee you everybody in Pittsburgh is going to be at that game. Absolutely. Yeah. Ben's last, Ben's last home game. Everybody, everybody in Pittsburgh is going to be there. Still a shot to get in the playoffs. I'm telling you, it doesn't look good for me. I don't like that situation. I don't like it like it it at all. Whenever it comes down to a game like that against the Steelers, I don't like it because we've been historically not good in games like that. But here's my other thing. What we have in common with the Ravens now, Caleb, is back-to-back weeks, right? We get them this week, you get them next week, mm-hmm. and they're both must-win games for our teams. So, But here's the weird thing. <clears throat> Cleveland fans, we knock off the Steelers this week, and somehow the Ravens pull off their win today, today when they play. Tomorrow. Or tomorrow when they play, I'm sorry, on Sunday. Yeah. Suddenly, we are rooting for the Steelers to beat 
Baltimore in the final game of the week. Yikes. In the final game of the season. How's that even possible? I mean, as a Cleveland fan, I can't even wrap my head around I, one, rooting for either one of those teams. I think. Depending on them. <laughs> but depending I, on gosh. one of them to beat the other one. The problem, see, what really bothers me about all that is just, what, two, three weeks ago, we were talking about, oh, if Cleveland wins the next however many games, they, if they go three and two to finish the season, yeah. then they put they put themselves in the driver's seat. They probably win the division. Right. And now here we are. We got to go two two and zero oh yeah. over the last two games of the season, yeah. and we have to rely on either Pittsburgh or Baltimore yeah. <laughs> to put us in the playoffs. And likewise, here's the other part. Here's the other worst part, right? So, as a Baltimore fan now, you have to hope both of us, Pittsburgh, and somehow they drop a bomb on the stadium, and both teams lose <laughs> because <laughs> that was the only that way help you out. Right? No one can catch you from behind if it's a zero zero tie. Well, okay, so. Let's you do you want to jump into Baltimore now or do you want to go into Pittsburgh? Because we can Well, first let's finish Cincinnati. Yeah, okay, listen, okay. Cincinnati is the favorites. But here's the weird part about Cincinnati. This is why I kind of like Kansas City to beat them. Okay. Well, there's a lot of reasons why I the like Bengals Kansas City have, to beat them. The Bengals <laughs> have to throw to be successful. Right. Okay. They are literally 22nd in the league in rushing. Right? They have relied on Joe Burrow. Which is beat, very strange. To win every to me. game because listen, defensively, Joe Mixon, he's the top what eight in rushing. Yeah, he's yeah. top eight in rushing. But they must the not guy. have anything. He's the only weapon they got, but in the backfield, he's it. So if you take that away, right, and your defensive backs aren't bad, and Kansas City's defense has gotten better as the season gone on, they have. Yeah, their yeah. defense, especially their secondary, they're playing a lot of man to man. They're doing a lot of stuff that. You know, Burrow pick you apart. He's like any good veteran Give him time. quarterback, he's but he's just a young guy who can pick apart right. zone defense. He he knows how to pick it up. But if you play man to man, any team, this is any team in the NFL. If you play really good man to man on the outside against wide receivers and you can load the box up and stop the run, you're going to be tough to beat every day, all day long. Doesn't matter who you are. Prime example. When Cleveland played Cincinnati, that's right. Blew them out. That's what right. did they do? They played man to man on the outsides right. and they kept. Seven in the box right. at all times. And quite frankly, unless COVID has hit Kansas City, I will tell Which, you this. Their, their no, defense, they should all be back this Their week. defense overall is better than Cleveland's defense. I'm telling you right now, I know we're ranked high on the defensive end of things because we've held opponents to a few – to. Not that many yards. Right. Okay. Most of that because we turn the ball over and the, the other team only has to go 20 yards to score. <laughs> But I'm going to throw that. I'm just throwing it out there. Just because you got to be yeah, honest. Okay. We got to be honest yeah. on this podcast. So, but the reality is our defense hasn't been bad, right? We're terrible. We're bad against the run. We have right? been, yes. I don't think we do a great job against the run. We, we know we've talked on this show a million times. Miles Garrett is not good against the run. As great a player as he is against the pass and the pass rush and all uh, uh, he can't, they run right at him. He runs himself out of plays. He doesn't do a good job. We know that. Mm. We know our linebackers haven't been very great. And we missed Clowney the last couple of weeks. Clowney's been so. out, who has been our best defensive lineman against the run. We we know we're in a bad spot. Yeah. All right. Well, we can't stop the run at all. We're going to lose. I mean, that's the way it goes. Right. Um, but in this scenario, Cincinnati's up against a team that matches up really well with them. They can score points with them. Right. So what's Burroughs going to do? Burroughs now has to go out. Here's a game that's a must win, right? Because people are chasing you down from behind in your own division. Right. You're a, you know, big, 
But, you know, you're a young quarterback on the first run in the playoffs. And now you have to throw for what? Another 500 yards and five yeah, touchdowns to I mean, Kansas City? That's what it's going to have to I be. Mean, that's tough for me. Yeah, because. I guess the far I, better secondary. Yeah. Right. That's not depleted like Baltimore is. Exactly. Right. right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Even to even put up. 350 is is going to be a tall task. Right. Which so, which I I he can do it. Don't get me wrong. I think he could do it. But the odds of it aren't likely because everything's going to have to come together yeah, on Sunday. Everything's going to have to click. I mean, you're going to have to have you're going to have to really throw downfield is what's going to be. You're going to have to beat them downfield because yeah. you're not going to beat them across the middle. And maybe you're that's just a not. bunch of wishful thinking by a bunch of Browns fans and Ravens fans here that are wish potentially. Yeah. Yeah. Are we biased? Yes, absolutely. But when I'm looking at it, when I'm looking at it, that's a tough game. That's a tough game for Cincinnati. That matchup is not great. It's a team that nobody really wants to see right now. No, no one wants to see them. They're, they're playing better. When we caught them at the beginning of the season, can't we, you know, we almost outscored them. We scored 40 points and lost the game. right. Right. But, the reality neither was, defense was clicking. No, our both defenses were horrible. They were in that terrible game. in that game. And, and Kansas City turned the ball over a couple times and gave us points. We should have so, won that game. Yeah, we actually should have won yeah. that game, but we didn't. Again, we can say that about five didn't, or six. Didn't capitalize on mistakes, and yeah. that's where we were. But yeah, so Cincinnati is going to have to have all cylinders firing. Yep. They're going to have to run the ball. They won't have a choice. So Joe, after, Joe Mixon is going to have to run the ball well. Absolutely. They don't have a choice. That's the only way you can beat Kansas City right now. So so to to just emphasize a point, going by through Kansas City, this is the top of our division. After week one on this podcast, we feel like Cleveland and Baltimore still alive. Still alive after Cincinnati loses. Yes. That's my prediction on it. Yep. And I agree. I think uh, I think Kansas City comes out firing their their defense. I mean, Taron Matthew and and what's his name? Uh, it's a Daniel Sorensen, the other safety. Yeah. They're just playing out of their minds right now. Sorensen has like three picks in the last four weeks, he's and been a game changer. yeah, he's and, and he was stagnant at the beginning of the year. I think that was their biggest issue. Um, Taron Matthews all over the field all the time, no matter what. He's always going to be making plays. Um, but yeah, I mean. Gosh, they're clicking on both sides of the ball right now at, at the best time, and, and the nobody wants best to see them right time. now or see them going into the playoffs. They're they're starting their ascent as the playoffs yeah, begin. It's a scary that thing. Isn't that horrible? But God, that's, that's horrible. But that's what great teams do, and that's what Tampa Bay's doing right now too. They lost early, and they got it out of the way. Now they're so starting they to come back. They better to peak going into the postseason, right? Peak weeks four, exactly. five, six, and seven and go downhill. Yep. Which yeah. is what I'm hoping for Cleveland. Maybe they start to figure something out on offense. And Maybe that's they start thing to, we you talked know. about the beginning of the season. You know, we knew it was a 17-game season. It was going to be a marathon, right? We knew a lot of teams weren't even going to care what their first eight-game record was. You know, if you're four and four coming out of eight, you're like, wow, cool. We're yeah, we're still in the mix, so, right? But with COVID now and all the players out and then the injuries and then, of course, Cleveland's team not playing well. Right. Just absolutely looking that horrible on that all happening at the you know at the end of the season. Ah yeah. Yeah. Heartbreak. Yeah. It's heartbreak. Yeah. And Baltimore's so, going through some of the same stuff. Yeah, there's a yeah, point where they were looking goodness. like they might be one of the top teams yeah, in the NFL. Yeah, they're picked to go to Super Bowl. You know, they week, were week eight, four three and then dropped four <laughs> games in a row and yeah. now now they're fighting for their playoff lives. Yeah. And it's amazing they even 
you know, before the season even starts, you lose what three guys to ACL tears, three running backs, three uh, running backs, all pro corner and Marcus Peters. That's unbelievable. So here we are, Kansas City in the last in the final five weeks of the six weeks of the season, moving up like a rocket. Kansas City, and our so, entire division, <laughs> our entire division oh, doesn't even man. want to doesn't even want to make a playoff. Unbelievable. So Kansas City beats Cleveland back to back to end last season and to start this season. And now we need them to win a game <laughs> to keep us alive. Unbelievable. This is horrible. People. This is terrible. These these scenarios here making us root for Pittsburgh or Baltimore or Kansas City. It's imagine. just like, yeah. gosh, okay, so I'd rather root for the New York Yankees. All right, so let's go on to team two in our division, the Ravens. We have a, we have our resident expert. On the Ravens here. Our Baltimore insider. Baltimore insider. He's got the scoop. So, listen, let's go through those numbers a little bit with Baltimore, okay? Baltimore is fifth in team offense, all right? Thanks largely to the running game, right? So they Which is insane. Dangerous quarterbacks who can get out and run at any time. Having fourth, fifth, and sixth string running backs. Yeah, running man, backs who have that's performed incredible. above their heads, let's face incredible. it. Incredible. I mean, and an offensive line who's clearly done the job. I mean, clearly doesn't run wise, yeah, run absolutely. wise, yeah. But defensively, twenty fifth in the league. How did Caleb? How does that happen? Secondary. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it because they've been stout against the run. They have. have, to, yeah, have to, yeah. They've no, been stout against the run. I, even when they played the Browns yep. a handful of weeks ago, yep. I think Nick Chubb had what forty yards. Forty yards. Yeah. Had... And they really locked everything up, man to man, outside, kind of, and just brought everyone into the box, knowing. We had to run the ball. Right, and we talked we about this. I think Nick Chubb only had 12 carries on the day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, they ran they, away from it. They just completely they went away from it. They went, away from, they went it. away from it. They put the ball. They yep. Baltimore did what teams have been doing. Those Make Baker beat you. And I'm sorry. And he has struggled. I can't stand Clyde's Campbell. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Six foot nine, bats down every pass. He comes in, He comes near. Like, we have a five foot four Baker Mayfield trying to throw. So that's the only guy from Baltimore you hate? I'm just saying. I'm just throwing it out <laughs> there. Like bear paw in that, dude, face all day. that dude is a constant yeah. problem against us. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I think a lot of uh, those yards come from the secondary, just giving up big plays. I, I can't, I can't even count how many times I've watched, you know, they play great for the first two plays and they get somebody, you know, on third and long, maybe get a, get a, Somebody hit in the backfield for a five-yard loss, and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, third and thirteen rolls around, and you give up forty yards. And no one has Cincinnati. played for third and thirteen. Nobody yeah. has. No, Since, no. Cincinnati is but... a perfect example. The first time we played them, and I, and as an LSU fan who loves Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow, uh, a lot of it was. What is wrong with you, LSU and Baltimore? I know. God, I like what all are we doing here? All my favorite teams are purple, and I hate the color purple. So I don't know how that happened. Lakers too. Wow, wow, that's wild. No way. No one listen to that. Turn your, <laughs> wait, turn wait, wait. Your Cleveland fans, uh, stop listening right now. <laughs> what, have we, oh. what have we done? I Just kind of a, a, a mid-game report here. Um, Rajon Rondo traded to the Cavaliers because <laughs> Ricky Rubio decided to tear his ACL. Yeah. Um, hats yeah. off to Ricky Rubio. Yeah, what a Just got to throw that one out there. Incredible. I hope we lock him up for another couple of years because yeah, his leadership and yeah. ability to come off the bench was incredible. Um, interested to see what Razor Rondo does, but we'll talk about that right, back in our to, next episode. Back to anyway, Ravens. sorry, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're talking about your defensive backfield. Let's, which has been depleted. Yes, completely, completely, like completely. Two All Pro corners: Marlon Humphreys, Marcus Peters. Losing that right there. So, so a lot of the things that we could do where those guys can lock up on the outside man to man. Yeah. Now you don't have those right. shutdown corners being able. And on right. top of that, we haven't created a lot of takeaways no. like we have in years past. No. 
Outside and of a couple, you know, forced fumbles that we picked up, I don't think there's been a whole lot. This know. is where I go to, right? And, and I agree with you. I, I think that's been Baltimore's issue, right? Is that that pass defense? That's what's really hurt their defensive ranking the most. Well, I think they're set up. If you look at it from uh, a uh, personnel standpoint, I think they're set up like you were saying to lock up on the outside. But they have a lot of blitz schemes for their safeties. Their safeties are great run blitz stoppers. Chuck, Chuck blitz Clark has been yes. great this year. They're they're when they're blitz heavy that, from the safety position, but now yeah. their safeties have to play back and you play play deep halves, that. right? Yeah, and there's very few teams like the Browns. When you play the Browns, you can bring everybody. Yeah, because the they're not going to throw down field. Right. Right. When you there's very few teams like that, and the Rams are not one of those teams. Yeah, no, I, no, I, I won't lie. It's, it's it's making me nervous because on top of losing Marlon Humphreys, Marcus Peters. Uh, Jimmy Smith has been in and out this year. Uh, Chris Westry has been in and out, you know, and he's, and he's coming back this week, but then we lost, uh, Tavon Young for yep. parts oh, of the season. Yep. Yeah. That's yeah. tough. He, he'll be here. That's and then we, we lost, uh, Anthony Averett, uh, I believe cracked rib, fractured rib last week. Yep. So he's out. He's the number Is he done for the year? three corner. I don't know the, the, the latest. So as you're update. crying, Cleveland fans, as you're crying, <laughs> let me just ex- listen to the list. Of players that yeah, you think, you think we us. dealt with injuries, they're ahead of us in the division. So that's Jeez. so. So when you want to blame injuries and COVID and everything else for the way we played, it may have affected a few games. But we're talking like we're talking to a Ravens fan right now is just did the list of players of like defensive players. Like we're talking like and and we're not we're talking like we're talking like Pro Bowl level players right. for most of those names. He just we're talking got. we're talking one of the top three defenses in the NFL last year. That is 25th right now. And they're still winning games. And still trying to – still in the playoff hunt. Still in the playoff so hunt. So a couple of these last games that we've played, you're looking at all four of the defensive backs not playing. Deshaun Elliott, done for the year. Marlon Humphreys at corner, done for the year. Marcus Peters, done for the year. Yeah. Chuck Clark has sat out a handful of games. And, and I mean, how do you, you lose four players from the second? Yeah, year? that's And then on top tough. of that, their second string, we've lost people from the second and third string. I Just a couple weeks ago, the game, we had guys, I watch every Ravens game. I follow up on them all the time. There were players that I didn't know that, you know, they right. were right. signing oh, up yeah. the street in downtown Baltimore oh, yeah. on Wednesday. <laughs> no <laughs> doubt. Like, hey, get in. We'll see what happens. And here's the crazy thing. They've managed to be able to play these teams to the wire. Right. I mean, outside of last week getting destroyed by Cincinnati, the three games before that, they were lost by a total of four points going for it, you know, going for two at the end of the game and, and it didn't work out. Right. And I, honestly, I think it's a testament to the organization that it's just well, that's, next man up. Right. That's the up, culture. That's the culture that they've built defensively, right. especially. I mean, you look at the Ravens and what do you think? You think they're going to run the ball well. They're going to play great defense and their special teams is always top in the league. Which is why when they bring in Lamar. The way that they bring it into that team, he's so effective is because right. that the way they play historically, they already built that. Now culture. you put a weapon on the field that anything that breaks down, he can make something happen yep. with it. That's just a recipe for success. Yep. Now again, all that being said, and we're defending the Ravens organization. Oh, I'm not stuff, I don't care if you ever win another that. game again. I'm just no. going to throw that out there. I no, care and, less. And we'll talk about this. I really don't care. Let's run down some scenarios. I don't feel bad here. for you at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're, but we do need to. We do need to throw out that all to all the Cleveland fans out there that think that they're having it rough this year because we came into the into the season with, on paper, the best roster in football. 
on, yeah. on paper I would before this on season paper, started. You look like a Super Bowl favorite. We were the right. Super Bowl favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all you guys who want to complain about referees, who want to complain about injuries, wow, well, whatever, yeah, just knock it off, man. Yeah, that's just enough. The fact is, they're not playing well. They're yeah. not executing. Again, we're not here to to defend the Baltimore Ravens. No, absolutely not. We but we're here, but we're here yeah. to be real about the Browns. But yeah, we gotta be real, man. We gotta be real. Well, I wish we did have that kind of culture. I wish we did have that kind of. And you know, and we would if they didn't steal our team. <laughs> you guys can claim a Super Bowl if you want. We could claim two. You got, you got two Super we could claim two. Fans if you want. Gosh, I'll make sure I get you guys some Ravens jerseys for Christmas. <laughs> and that's a great segue, actually, because we're opening our shop on uh, don'tmessitup.com. Oh, very where nice advertising. Look, where now? Wait, wait for it. So we have a new line that I'm going to post on social media. Um, a new line of of shirts, and they're going to be revisionist history. Okay. And Cleveland has literally won everything. You just didn't know it. If, <laughs> but you will. You will. You're going to learn the actual history of Cleveland sports. So any. Or what should have been. Yeah. What, what should, should have been. been. Any past championship that we feel we were robbed of is now ours. And when we say robbed, we mean by players. By coaches, by coaches, by referees. It doesn't matter. <laughs> by Art Modell. It does, yeah, it doesn't matter. We're blaming them all, and we're taking credit. We're taking credit for the win. So you'll see all that. I'll lay it all out for you on social media. Make sure you visit our website. But, again, support, we'll, support Cleveland sports. Yeah, we'll continue to go over that, and we're probably going to run a promotion, and we're going to do some cool stuff for charities, and you know, we'll, but we'll go over that at a later date. Anyway. Okay, so. let's go to the – Third team. Well, let's hang on. Let's, let's 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 look at Baltimore scenarios real oh, quick. Oh, oh, let's yeah, look yeah, at their playoff yeah. scenarios. Okay, so their number one playoff scenario right now, in order to win the division, okay, if the Ravens win out and Cincinnati loses out, yep, the Ravens win the division. That's it. And there are no questions asked. That's it. Um, you know, like we just talked about, I'm not sure. Cincinnati's going to lose to Kansas City. Yeah. I'm not sure. I I don't think it happens. It could possibly happen because Cincinnati's been rolling. But um, I, I just don't see that as a likely scenario. So some of the more likely scenarios here. Um, wait, no, I mixed that up. Because since if Cincinnati loses, that's good yeah, you for need, you guys. If Kansas, Kansas City's going to win. Right. Kansas City's got to beat Cincinnati. We need. Oh, we all need Kansas City. That's a to beat struggle. Cincinnati. Everybody, all, all the the other three are banking on Kansas City to take care that's of this. Right. You guys yeah. need Cincinnati to lose. To lose. That's yeah, because right. that sucks. Yeah. That's brutal. Anyway, so uh, another scenario: if they finish with the same record as the Chargers, these are wild card scenarios. If you finish with the same record as the Chargers, and the Dolphins lose out. You guys get the 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 wild card based on the tiebreaker that you you have the tiebreaker over the Chargers. We had the win over the Chargers earlier in the year, right? Um, so that actually, the Dolphins have been rolling, but I I don't think they can keep it up. I don't know what they have left on their schedule, but it's Miami. So they I mean, what, lost seven in a row and then won yeah, they lost seven in a row, one seven in a row. Who knows what could happen? I, they might not win another game for the next ten years. You don't know. Um, and finally, if Baltimore wins out. Tennessee loses to Miami in week 17 and New England beats Miami in week 18. That's just too much. I could not follow that and I read it. Um, so I'm going to throw that one out. I don't even know what that is, but there are scenarios. There are three. Yeah, there are three scenarios there. 
But both both rely on winning both games. Yes. Both. In, 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 in our scenario, in your scenario, take care of business everybody has to. Right. Exactly. Everybody's got to take care of business. Um, but yeah, I mean, that you guys are pretty, actually pretty set up there. Um, cause you, you're looking at, if you can steal one from Los Angeles, well, you're, you're sitting pretty. One. I think that's the big you're one. Sitting Listen, pretty. I would, that. I would love to see the scenario though, where we could beat Pittsburgh and then hope Roth- Roethlisberger loses two in a row at the end of his career. I, I think oh. we're all in the position. <laughs> Regardless of playoffs. That's what we're yeah. rooting for. Yeah. There's um, no doubt about but that. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Um, so anyway, let's move on to Pittsburgh. Boo. Go ahead, everybody. Boo. Boo. Yeah. Um, anyway, Pittsburgh can't decide which I like, dislike more the Browns or the right, right. <laughs> so, so much hate for both. I, I noticed your lack of boo, right? Especially there. just well, li- living right you, outside of Pittsburgh, and you not guys, that much further from Cleveland. You guys are the Browns, so <laughs> with Super Bowls, though. That's the yeah, difference. Well. <laughs> yeah. And you win games regardless. So. You really know how to hurt us, Caleb. <laughs> All right, get out. I will say, before we go forward, I'm just hoping that Cincinnati's as inconsistent as I believe they were all And season. I think, right. My preseason pick to win our division was yeah. Cincinnati because I felt last year watching them play, I was like, man, that defense is going to be good. Yeah. And I was like, Joe Burrow is going to be back for a full year. They lost Mixon last year, too. And I'm like, yeah. you throw in Jamar Chase, who's been yeah. a great weapon. And I was like, if that te- that team has the potential makings of a good team, in some games they've looked like one of the best teams. In some games you're like, I don't know. Well, the tough part for me about Cincinnati is they're like a middle of the road team, offensive and defensively, but passing wise they're really good. Yeah, they're able to lay yeah. so yeah, they're over the top. Yeah. So they have this mix of pass run that works for them. Their defense does enough mm-hmm. to stay to to win games. So. But I think they're a year away. Next year, they're going to be a handful. That's yeah. Next I year, agree. I, think I agree. They're on the way up, and I think they look more promising than any team. Yeah. And Being I think that so young staff has them in the right frame of mind not right. to win. Being so, so young in and being a, a pass first team in a run first division uh, kind of gives them the edge a little bit because you know historically the AFC North has been run the ball down. Yeah, yeah. It's been we're going to pound the ball and we're going to stop the run. Yeah, because let's, we're let's built to it. beat each other. Everybody, you know? that's right. Everyone in our division has basically built their teams to try to beat Baltimore and Kansas City. That's what our team, that's what our league has done for the last right. few years. Our teams right. have been built to try to beat Baltimore, try to beat Kansas City. And specifically, Baltimore was built to stop the run because the Steelers always ran the ball well and the yeah. Browns ran the ball. Yep. And the Browns were built to stop the run because the Ravens run the yeah, ball well right. and the Steelers run the ball but well. But now, now the threat in our own division might be a team that throws the ball for 400 plus yards a game. That's yeah. scary. It's scary. So, talented young wide receiver. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So talented young you better really be able to mix and match defensively with defensive backs and schemes and blitzes and all kind of stuff because <coughs> you're going to have to show Joe Burrow a whole bunch. Right. If you're going to beat him. That's right. I do have to say, keep an eye out for Tyler Boyd this week because there, he's going to be a mismatch out of the slot for Cincinnati. Um, it's going to be Terry Matthew versus Tyler Boyd this week. Yeah. It really is. And, and, and Boyd, Boyd is probably the most underrated slot receiver in the NFL. I mean, I, I remember watching him at Pitt when, when, um, oh gosh, here we go again. I'm forgetting names. A kid that running back from Arizona. Somebody help me out. Connor. Connor, James Connor. Yeah. He, when he played at Pitt, he went down with cancer. He was down for a couple, couple years. 
And Tyler Boyd was their whole offense. I mean, I remember when I was, I was, I was living down there at the time and I was working security at Heinz Field. And please, no death threats because one of the people on the show was living in Pittsburgh. Please, we don't need it. Was, trust me. We, it know, was, we know you I, deliver death threats to Baker Mayfield <laughs> for not playing well. Just don't deliver them to us. Yeah. <laughs> unbelievable. You guys are more. And don't do that. Come don't on. Don't do that. Be great. better. But anyway, so, but Tyler Wait, Boyd. Do, do Baltimore fans deliver death threats to their players? I don't know. Some I don't I've think they do. Online, uh, <laughs> I can't. I can't handle any more Lamar slander this year. So football people are just crazy. They were. Uh, yeah, I guess it is what it is. It's the, the AFC North. Yeah, it's got to be. The they AFC were North. talking about how he's the MVP, and then three bad games later, they're talking about getting rid of him. <laughs> oh my he's God. worthless. Well, I mean, if you guys are looking to shop him, I think we've done the same thing with Baker. <laughs> we'll, we'll give you Baker. Yeah, straight up. That's yeah, a good I, trade. I'm sure Browns fans would take that. Hey, spot. Baker's the number one overall pick. That's right. Lamar went at the end of the first round. I'm just saying it might be a good swap (laughs) for us anyway. So yeah, keep an eye out because I think that's going to be a, a, the, the breaking point right there for Kansas city's defense. I really think that that could be, that could be what puts Cincinnati over the top. If they're not able to go downfield, you got to watch out for Tyler Boyd because he will, not only will he come across the field, he's, he, he takes hits. He's tough, but he also runs the ball well. Yeah. end arounds and you know stuff like that bubble screens and you know he's he's good after contact yeah space. yards after catch that's him that's him so so keep an eye on that but anyway moving on going to the Steelers let's let's let's, let's see what the Steelers have going on here playoff wise um uh, the Steelers are a bad team by the way listen 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 to this Steelers are 26th on defense 22nd on offense Wait. and they're 28th in rushing let me overrun. just they're terrible let me just reiterate terrible team. let me just reiterate the Steelers are a bad team. Go ahead. <laughs> it's nice hearing like it. It is. It really it's is. Nice. It's great. But they, but they beat us team. this year. But how? It's they, miserable. Yeah, they, so they beat us man. in the game we played terrible at. Miserable. I mean, we, like, I, they have won a handful of games that I can't believe they actually won. And literally because they put, like, one quarter together on That's offense. It. Like, That's one it. quarter. And they win a game. It, their defense just does enough to keep them in it. And... They, it, it's it's insane that they're still in this playoff picture. I mm. can't believe it. I, I, if we lose, them has on nothing night, to do with we their talent. Clearly, deserve to never make the playoffs no. because you have to be able to beat that team to make the. I mean, come on. I have I have the utmost respect for Mike Tomlin because to pull that trash together and oh, winning games. Are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah, people were talking about firing him. Yeah, geez. You know, they, they, they want him out of Pittsburgh. Yeah. Who are you going to bring in? Who are you going to bring in? Yeah. Seriously. My goodness. <laughs> we'll trade you too. We'll take, we'll take Lamar from Baltimore and we'll take Mike, Mike Tomlin. From <laughs> Good God. No, but listen, we got to, we got to win that game. Baltimore should not lose to Pittsburgh either. I mean, this is not, these are not games that we should lose. Um, sadly enough for us as Cleveland fans, our biggest threat to not making the playoffs is yes. we beat Pittsburgh and, and Cincinnati. Back to back weeks, right? We hold our destiny in our hands and we play well enough somehow after not playing well for weeks. We pull it together and beat both of those teams back to back. All right. So we put the destiny in our hands. Now it's going to come down to Pittsburgh beating Baltimore for us to get in the playoffs. I mean, that's what it comes down to. It's insanity. It's too much, honestly. And quite frankly, at that, that's why I feel like we have no shot of doing this because quite frankly, 
Cleveland and Baltimore should both beat Pittsburgh. It's not. It right. shouldn't be a good game. Yeah. So so Pittsburgh is set up very similar to Baltimore right now. The only way they can win the division is if they win out and Cincinnati loses out. Okay. So same setup, same scenario there to win the division. Um, wild card wise, they only have one other way to get a wild card spot. And that is if Miami. Every team in the NFL has to lose. (laughs) No, that's (laughs) us. That's us. That's our scenario. And that's the craziest part. Ties across the board. So we have, so, so Pittsburgh, if Miami, the Dolphins, the Chargers, and the Raiders, if they all three lose one of two games and the Steelers win both of their games, they get the last wild card spot. That's very strange. So Miami finishes the year with um, Tennessee and New England. They're probably going to drop both of those games. I would imagine that just that would be my guess, um, which is good for you guys. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping my I, right. Miami ruined our year. <laughs> right, that's good for you guys. The Chargers end the year with the Broncos and the Raiders, which I I don't really see them. Losing to the Broncos because the Browns beat them with a backup quarterback. Um, Chargers Raiders is going to be a really good game to end the year. Um, Especially playing for something too. Right. And so either one of them would have to lose. So the Raiders have the Colts and obviously the Chargers. If they lose one. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's just the whole Pittsburgh basically has no chance. Listen, we'll just throw that out there. My brain hurts. Just the fact it's that we're a lot. talking about Pittsburgh has a chance to make the playoffs. My they brain don't hurt. They really don't. Dumpster fire. All yeah, year. no, it's it's, it's just disgusting. They really don't. They they're not going to win out, and Cincinnati's not going to lose out. I really don't believe that. I, I agree. I, I and again, I say this: the Steelers are not going to beat the Browns and the Ravens back to back weeks. Yeah, listen, I'm they gonna, might they might beat. Cleveland, or they might beat the Ravens, but they're not going to be both. Not going to no, no, I just want to. I just want to throw this out there though, with a, I'm a, with the grain of salt that we've been talking. You know, I I I said, you know, there's no way Cleveland and Baltimore should lose to Pittsburgh, but the reality is we're at the bottom of the division looking up at Pittsburgh. Yeah. So that's real. That's a real thing that happened, and we all played the same teams this year. So right. I, I don't know how it's going to end, but. The fact is we are in last place in the division right now, not Pittsburgh. I, so I know I say we should beat Pittsburgh, but in reality, they've played as good as we have this right. year. So Yeah, if not better, given, like I said, they're absolute garbage. Yeah, I love saying that. It <laughs> makes me feel good. I, you don't always get a lot of years no, to say that. No, really I don't. clearly think they're the worst team in our division. It's just that the rest of our the t- Baltimore, Cleveland have under – listen, I think Cincinnati – has played to their level of ability. I I don't think they've played over their heads. I think they're a good team, and I think they played to their level of ability. Which, to me, is why I don't see the sustainability. Agreed. I think to multiple scenarios, Baltimore and Cleveland have played well below their abilities. 100%. Both teams have played well below their abilities. And I think Pittsburgh, who is a bad team, has played actually above its head. So, and they did we, last year too. Obviously, yes. when they went eleven, so, so so when you throw all that together again, there's your dumpster fire in our division. There's the there's the all the trash 
together yep. in the division because that's how it played out this year. Right. Trying to compete with the, what is it, the NFC East. Yo, the NFC <laughs> East, yeah. yeah. Seeing who can be the best of the worst teams. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> the Cowboys have run away with that one, though. Yeah, finally somebody said Thank God. Up. All right, My now goodness. let's talk about our favorite subject, the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> yeah, so... <sighs> <laughs> it's it's not looking now listen great. i'm gonna throw these out to you i just want to throw these out to you again so does this sound like a team that's in last place in their division let me throw this out to you yes it does because i watch defense them. we're in seventh in the league seventh overall in the league in yeah, team defense sure. 16th overall in team offense right in the middle of the pack we are the third best rushing team in the league. Does that sound like a recipe for the last yeah, team in your division? When you dive into oh. it, when you dive into it, you see that the Browns are probably bottom five in third down conversions. We are. And we're and not, not only that, we talk about that every week. We're bottom five on third downs on defense also. Such yeah. an underrated stat. So People just don't and, talk enough right. about it. And I think here's the here's the you one can thing. you can you can have the the you know, be top seven on defense and whatever, middle of the pack and offense. But the fact is we're bottom yes. of the Keep when defense on when, the field too long. Yeah, when when you get into a third and long situation, you're probably gonna convert against the Browns defense, no matter how good they are. Yeah. And and, and let's face it, every game we've really we turn the ball over, we lose. Right. Um what we we are not it it's it's not that and we we're not can't, capitalizing on the turnovers that we get. Right. It's not that we can't stop the run. Okay, but the reality is they run right at Miles Garrett wherever he's at on the field. And if they pick right. him out, they usually get positive yards. Right. So at specific times, you can see teams targeting him. And we've moved him around. We've tried to do other stuff. But they still target that spot. And it's been effective for teams. And they've gone to the well, and we haven't fixed it. Right. Well, they. I mean, we talked about this last week. What do you do against a guy who you can't stop? Right. You run the ball his way. Hoping that he over overruns the play, yeah. right? Or you throw his way so your quarterback can see him coming, and he continues to to not make those plays, right? And that's that's what people have done. Other, so that's how he, people he's have been, been attacking. He's us. been non-existent for two weeks in a row now, yeah, because everybody runs his way and throws his way. And now, and now he's had the 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 groin injury issue and all that stuff, so he's even less which is than he still going to be there. It's still going to go even even with Clowney back. It's yep. the groin injury still going to be there. And and then and then offensively, everyone understands our woes, right? We know, we know Baker has not been the same quarterback this year he was in the past. No. We know the injuries, and, have well, up. but no matter what it is, he still hasn't been right. There. We we all wish he would have went and got surgery on week five. Yeah, we just come back next year and try again. Was. Right. Um, we know running the ball, what teams have strategy, and we're going to see it again for the last two weeks. People are going to load the box, make us throw downfield. If we can't do it, we're going to lose. Yep. It's that simple. They're going to run the ball at Miles Garrett. They're going to load the box against our offense, make us throw downfield. That's been the routine for every team. We played a really good game against Green Bay. But four turnovers later. And but do you know why? Do you know why we played a really great game against Green Bay? They they weren't able to stop the run, obviously, but they haven't all year because they just outscored people. That's right. right. That's right. But they weren't able to rush the passer either. No. They sacked us how many times? Five times. But they should have gotten to us at least ten. Oh, at least. They should have gotten to Baker at least ten times, and and they didn't. They're not a very good pass rush team. But again, they caused hurried throws. They caused turnovers. They did everything they needed. And we were still in it. We should have won that game. And we should have won the game. That was the worst four turnovers, and we should have won the game. Yep, silly, unbelievable. So that's where we're at. It's like week week twelve when the Browns played the Ravens. Lamar threw four picks, and they still ended up 
losing by six, yep. so at 16 and seven. That's yeah. right. That's yep. right. Yeah. And that's, it's been the inconsistency. It's been the inconsistency all year long. Yep. You know, you get the takeaways. We, we have, I mean, we get multiple takeaways a game. It seems defensively you're in the driver's seat to right. win a game and close it out. But yeah. you for get that some takeaway, reason, you don't get any points off of this. And so. I don't know. Again, Baker hasn't played well. No. Uh, no. At times, we've been uh, the play calling has been. Well, we've talked in about question again. We're gonna, well, I'll, maybe scared. I don't know. Yeah, I'll throw it out there again. Listen, the complexity of our passing game does not match. The complexity of our running game. Right. It just doesn't, there's right. not a matchup there. And, it, and it's personnel. It's, it's Baker's ability to make the throws at this point. Um, again, again, I, I get the competitiveness and you want to be on the field all the time. But if you can't effectively do your job, I think you have to go get those things repaired and you got to, and, and, and again, I blame it on the, on the coaching staff of, of the Browns as well. Yeah, who's going to step Baker, of course, up? is a competitor, wants to play. Who's going to step wants up to be and on the tell field. Baker? That's right. But someone needs to say, hey, listen, here's what we're seeing on film. You, why, you're you not capable of right. making this throw. You can't do this. And if you put us in these positions where we, where have, we have to, to call this throws, play, I don't feel comfortable that you can do it. Right. Like, you need to get this repaired. Right. And it, it, at some point, you become a jeb- – you know, like in Lamar's case – if Lamar's on the field limping around and can't leave the pocket, is he the guy you want? Is he is he helping you or hurting you? Exactly. Right. Would you rather have Would wants? you rather have a 100 healthy Huntley who can get out of the pocket and make stuff happen, even even if it, it takes away from your pass game and your run game a yeah. little bit? It's still gonna you know, in the long run. It's gonna be more effective long term. Is it gonna be more effective? Out there right. Then Lamar being turned into a pocket passer. Is it gonna be more effective? Yeah, and so that's the decision we were hoping Cleveland was gonna make for a long time. And I get it. We don't have that depth of quarterback, and we don't have that. You know, Baker is easily the most talented quarterback we have. Right. But if he's hurt, is he? Is he effective? And I would say no. I would say no. He's improved that. Obviously, no. I, I think it's it's a pretty so, obvious. Time. So you know we we joke all the time. We want to oh we should trade him. We should do, you know, but no, the we're, reality we're, is we're sticking with him. Next year is, he is going to be the man. Yeah, he is. If he's got is, one more year to figure if it out. If it's a healthy Baker Mayfield who can make all the throws that he clearly can make. I mean, I mean we saw the rookie passing record. He's we done, saw what he did against Pittsburgh last year. Yeah. yeah, but if he's that guy, even with turnovers, we're still okay. Right. I, we'll live with a few interceptions here yep. and there because we know he's going to come out and sling it. Yep. But when he can't make the throws and there's turnovers and there's we're not running the ball well because they're loading the box on us, it just it's like a domino effect. It just adds up and you can't you can't overcome it. That's that's, right. Yeah, that's been the story so far. So the Browns scenarios, they have two plausible scenarios. Um, obviously, one, number one, the universe comes to an end after week seventeen. <laughs> we make the playoffs if that happens. Or number two, the second scenario is. Brent is creating a new T-shirt in our line of T-shirts <laughs> that talk about a Brown Super Bowl from this year. Or, or well, last year could have been thrown on there also because I truly believe that if the Browns beat Kansas City, they take it to Buffalo and then potentially steal one from Tampa Bay. Oh, but anyway, that's that's a lot of conjecture. So we'll, you know. Anyway, so the Browns obviously – First and foremost, have to win out, just like everybody else. Um, the only way for anything to happen is if you win out. They have a super unrealistic wild card scenario, um, which is, I mean, I started going through it, and all I can really say is 
it's it's legitimately a combination of 10 different with games <laughs> have to go perfectly. It's like one of those little crime scene spider webs right. where you're piecing yeah. everything together. Ten, ten different okay, listen, games have to go I'm perfectly. I'm going to make a prediction right now. If that scenario happens and we get into the playoffs, we are winning the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> if lot. that happens, it's meant to be. It is absolutely meant to be. But, so, their one, technically one scenario is to win the division. Um. So they need the Chiefs to beat the Bengals. They need the Ravens to lose at least one. And they have to win out, which gives them the tiebreaker um, over would it, it, over Cincinnati. Yeah, we, we would be tied with Cincinnati essence, at that we point. we got to win the division. You have to, to win the division to, to go it. to the playoffs. Um, I mean, which really everybody pretty much – Except for Cincinnati, has to win the division to go to the playoffs. Right. Cincinnati, well, even they have to win the division to go to the playoffs. I agree. I think that's what it comes down to. You got to win our division to make the playoffs. I don't think anyone else is getting there, especially with a. You don't win the division with a nine and eight or less record. You're not getting it. Yeah, and that's. I mean, that's what it's going to be. Okay, so let's put everybody on the spot. All right, Kayla, we're going to start with you. What's your prediction? Who is making the playoffs from our division this year in the NFL? Well, obviously, obviously in my heart, I, I want the Ravens to go. <laughs> well, what, uh, do it. Say don't it. Don't speak do from it. your heart. No. <laughs> my, We're in the AFC heart. North. You can't trust your heart. I believe no in point. my heart. Um, they've faced a lot of adversity this year and are surely battle-tested. And regardless of all the injuries, with the exception of the two Bengals games where they got destroyed in the night that they played like crap against Miami, they've been in every game. I think that they are capable of winning out, but then it comes down to banking on everybody else's scenarios. Uh, personally, I'm, I, I, I want to go with the Ravens. I think it's possible. I think I, I, I firmly do believe that they can pull these two out. It's going to take everything tomorrow to get the job done. We even had, you know, we added some more people to the injury report, which are huge. Cooper, Huck, Cooper Cup's having a great season. He's going to be tough to stop. Yeah, all time great yeah. wide receiver season. I, see, he could now they played against the Packers and they, you know, they played Devontae Adams really well. I thought he was going to have 10 catches for 250 and three touchdowns. Right. Now, Cooper Cup could either, you know, he could have six catches for 65 yards or he could mm-hmm. have 10 for 300. Yeah. <laughs> now, I, that, that leads me to going with, I believe Cincinnati, outside of beating the Chiefs, they're kind of in control of their own destiny, and I think this will be the year that they go to the playoffs. But I, I would go with one of those two from the AFC North, unfortunately, but I'm I'm pulling for the Ravens to take care. Well, as long as you shut down Odell and he doesn't get any catches against Shelby Elgar. He's just going fight, to fight a, fight a <laughs> kicking match. He doesn't do anything. We don't root for him yeah. anymore. Uh, no, okay, no. so that I yeah I, yeah okay. he can have I, his three catches for sixteen yards. Brent, what are you saying? Where are you going? I I agree. Honestly, I mean, I would love to see everything play out for the Browns, but it never has. We've never been in a scenario where things have worked out. Are you are you crying? Life of a clear. Are you crying? <laughs> Do I see tears? Are there tears in your eyes? Don't look at me. Are you so cry? Don't cry. I'm not crying in football. <laughs> I'm not crying. No, but um, I think Cincinnati is in the driver's seat. I, no matter who makes it out of the AFC North, 
it's it's one and done in the playoffs. I firmly believe that. I don't think anybody is coming out. You know, the Ravens with their injuries, the Steelers are garbage. The Steelers are garbage. <laughs> you said that twice. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, that was not Cincinnati. Was, you're, <laughs> <laughs> you're not skipping right now. No, that's you right. Said that twice. Anyway, I just like saying it. Uh, Cincinnati with their inexperience and Cleveland with their inconsistency. Um, I don't see any of them winning a game in the playoffs. So regardless of who goes, I, you know, they're one and done. So I'm, I got to say Cincinnati just because they have the, if they win one of their next two, they're in. Yeah. So, all right. And there's our negative, uh, leader of our, <laughs> right there. There he is. You got, you got the inside. Scoop. It's not negativity. Right, it's listen. realist, realistic. Okay. So here's whatever, here, here's what I'm going with. Here's what I'm going with. You know, me, the eternal optimist. God, don't. Cleveland's do it. making the playoffs. Whoa. Cleveland's making the playoffs. You don't believe that. The hottest of hot takes. Okay, you I'm don't gonna, believe let me, that. Let me explain. Let me explain. Listen, Baltimore, that's a. The Bengals beating Kansas City. That's tough. I'm telling you, Kansas City still has something to play for. They need to dial everything in for the playoffs. They do not want to go in with a loss to the Bengals and then have to face a division team like Denver. With nothing to lose, but you really want to win. Mm. You don't want that. You don't. You want to go into play Denver, where you don't even care what happens. But you don't want to get it. the next week. Off you too. need this game so you can get a bye week, basically, against the Denver Broncos. I think yeah, it's Denver. Tough. Denver having nothing to lose is scary. I think scary. it's a tough matchup for Cincinnati, and I, I, I think they lose the game. The Ravens. L.A. is a handful for the Ravens. I'm sorry, man. It, they are. Yeah, LA especially is, the second. L.A. does everything that the Ravens are not good against right now. Not, is, not only that, but they just had. I think it's running just, the ball well. Right. L.A. just had a 130-yard rusher. If you, that's, that's right. trouble, if man. you so tell Michelle me. That's trouble. If this game is happening in week six, I'm picking the Ravens all day long. But this game is happening in week 16, and it's a different scenario for both teams. It, it, I, I think it's a tough, tough game. be a sack party for Donald and Von Miller. That's I, I honestly I think the biggest man. difference in that game is going to be the Ravens secondary versus the Rams receivers and then yeah yeah I agree. Sometimes our offensive line shows up and they look great, and sometimes they get destroyed. I know the last time they played Aaron Donald, which was you know two years ago, he didn't get any sacks. Right, right, you know? yeah, he had any tackles. Yeah. yeah, right. Now you know he's probably going to be out with a vengeance. He's probably going to be Raven, with some. And that Ravens team from a couple years ago was a Super Bowl contender. Right? Yeah, with a really and to have a great quarterback in the backfield. You at the you time. add a healthy, guy, a healthy quarterback. Add yeah. a guy like Von Miller rushing on the outside. All yeah. of a sudden, all of a sudden, you can't pinch down on Aaron Donald. Yeah, you got yeah. two guys to work. So I mean, it depends. It depends. I don't know. I don't know what the Rams do on defense generally. I don't. I haven't watched. I'm most them. worried about. Uh, I don't know how they scheme Von up Miller blitzes or anything. Two of those. Yep. I agree. I agree. Because you're gonna, yes. you have to game plan for Aaron Donald. Villanueva's just been getting destroyed yeah. left and right, and, yeah. and now you're taking a guy like that. It's it's gonna be tough. And then I'll go with this week. And, and the reason why I think Cleveland finds a way, I think the motivation factors there to beat Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh for Roethlisberger's for last game, last game yeah. against Cleveland. I think they find a way to get it done. I mean, I hate saying this out loud. I really do. But I really think they find a way to beat Pittsburgh in that week. So I think the entire division comes down to the Browns-Cincinnati game, week 17. And the Browns have been very, for two years now, have been very, very effective. Only team in our division mm-hmm. that has been effective against Cincinnati. We're not a good matchup for Cincinnati. 
just because because we play we really good man to man defense. Yeah. And you guys have the defensive backs. To be that's right. If we get if everyone's healthy, everybody's seems back. Seems like yeah. they're back I mean, now. Our defensive back, backfield's so. back now, and we can do that. We get Clowney back for for that final game to help with the run. I, I, I'm telling you, man, I think that everything lines up where we get a shot. So I'm going to go on record as saying we make the playoffs. We don't deserve to make the playoffs, but we make the playoffs at nine and eight winning the division. That's just too optimistic for me. <laughs> so I can't even go there. I really can't even go there. I think you just jinxed Stay it. Stay hopeful. Stay hopeful, Cleveland fans. I won't do it. I mean, I don't get me wrong. Next week, we could be sitting here talking in a horrible tone. But no, if, I'm, this if week, we're knocked out of playoffs, we're not even doing a podcast. For this week. <laughs> I won't do it. I'm telling you right now, if we lose to Pittsburgh on Monday night, <laughs> you may never hear from Gosh. us again. No. Yeah. No. no. We still have to talk about the Cavs and the Guardians. So don't worry. And our new shirts. We still got to talk about our new shirts. Maybe I'll make a, a Browns. Undefeated record against Steelers shirt, <laughs> just to make myself feel better. Now that's revisionist history. That's, that's really rewriting the books there. Yeah. Well, sometimes, sometimes you got to go in and really rearrange things to make yourself feel better. <laughs> it's it's you dark. Tell yourself to get through, right? It's dark, but it helps me sleep at night. So, but Caleb, thank you for being here as our special guest. Yeah, man, um, that was awesome. We're probably gonna get hate mail for. Having a Ravens fan on when we deserve it. Let's face it, we do. We deserve it. I don't care. But Caleb's family, we're gonna so we'll accept it. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so yeah, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Um, We'll we'll hopefully be able to do it more. (laughs) Hopefully, (laughs) hopefully both of our teams will have a more exciting (laughs) to talk about. Yeah, we'll we'll get you we'll get you this off season. Um, Maybe you know who, who knows. Maybe if one talk of us about the playoffs, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll try to bring in for the draft. Yeah, we'll draft day stuff. yeah, we'll do some draft day stuff. We'll do some off season stuff. Maybe some preseason stuff next year. Yep. Um, so technically, everyone's still in it. Uh, I think we we can all agree it's nice to see the Steelers have the toughest road in the playoffs. I think I think that's 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 pretty safe to say that we're all you know yeah as long as we beat them yeah so thank you guys so much for listening to our first collaborative playoff edition of CDMU. Uh, don't forget to check us out online at don'tmessitup.com. Follow us on Facebook. Just search Cleveland Don't Mess It Up. And on Twitter at Don't Mess It Up. Uh, keep on hating Pittsburgh. Let's all sit back and enjoy as they fall flat on their face this week and next week. Hopefully. I really, really hope so. Um, remember to stick to your New Year's resolutions for at least the next week. Uh, have fun. Stay safe. And as always, Cleveland, don't mess it up. See ya. See ya.